previously on ImpTab Avatar. We picked up with the Knowledge Seekers right after the conclusion of the Pai Show tournament, with Jetsun having won, which landed him an opportunity to play against the Earth King himself in the upper ring of Bossing Sei. But before they could get to that, they had some contacts to get in contact with. The first of those being Rian Tsungi, who they spoke to at the Tsungi Emporium, and learned a bit more about what he knew about the fact that his friends had gone missing, and they discovered that this was in fact the same family that they had seen being captured by the Daili at Lake Laogai right before Lob Seng was captured. After learning this, they went back to the tea shop where they spoke with Huli and Juhui about what they knew regarding the situation, and they decided that it would be best for them to maybe split paths a little bit, with Amar and Zaya going on a date that is definitely not a date back down to the lower ring, and Jetsun staying in the middle ring with their informants. When they arrived at the lower ring, Amar and Zaya discovered Bari and Professor Che speaking to a man who they claim to be named Kong To, but who they have a strong suspicion is actually their friend Lob Sang, the one who was captured by the Dai Li on that ill-fated water skiing trip. They decided that they would take him back up to the middle ring, but on the way they were discovered by the Dai Li and routed out of the city towards Lake Laogai. While this was happening, Jetsun was speaking with Huli and Juhui and discovered that the Earth King maybe is not actually that great of a guy. So, with Jetsun full of internal conflict, but the surety that his friends are going to come back to him, and his friends not coming back to him but being sent on their way to Lake Laogai, what on earth is going to happen here in the walled city of Bossing Say? Let's find out here in the world of Avatar Legends. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to ImpTab Avatar, the Avatar Legends actual play where we make up almost everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by Caleb Anderton, Daddy Duck, McKenna Steele. I like really good pens. And Christian Randall, cartographer. What? I don't know. I, I saw the maps. They're, they're great maps. Ned has some cool maps behind him. Ah, uh, yeah. My friend Paul and I both have a tendency to hang maps on our walls for decoration. The only difference is his maps are maps of real places, while my maps are maps of, like, D&D worlds, etc. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the kind of decor you will see if you enter my nerdy bachelor pad. A map is a map, no matter how real. Indeed. But everybody, just take a moment to appreciate Caleb Anderton's dedication to this show, the fact that he's here recording with us instead of imprinting on a little flock of baby ducklings. I, I am honored and flattered. They are hatching in our kitchen in their incubator as we speak, but it's okay because they're going to take hours. So we'll catch up with them later. They have a little beak and their little beak pokes out of the eggshell and it's so cute. <laughs> and it goes... They're pipping and zipping all over the place. Well, we will worry about the real ducks later, but for now, we're going to focus on a world that has fake ducks that have turtle shells. Turtle ducks. <laughs> They're so cute. Man, who do we pick up with first? I mean, we have to pick up with Amar and Zaya, because Jetsun is going to sleep, and that's boring. <laughs> Maybe you have crazy dreams. Rule number one of starting anything, never start with your character going to bed or waking up. Always start with the height of drama. There you go. So... Jetsun, you are the nadir of drama at the moment. <laughs> so we're going to pick up with the people who are in a rail car that is zipping in the direction of Lake Laogai at the moment. So you guys are in this rail car being pushed along by your earthbenders. And in here with you, you've got Bari, Professor Che, and 
Kongto, as it were. And it's just us? Just the five of you, yeah. Is this specific rail car, is it the same as we normally seem, or does it seem like it's also maybe like a different, different enough to where it's like, this is actually its intent? Ah, uh, roll to assess the situation. Three. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you haven't been scoping out the rail cars enough to notice any differences between them, so it seems normal to you at the moment. That's fair. Um, you're also seeing we're going the completely opposite way that we need to be going, right? I mean, I thought they were just taking the scenic route, but I think you're onto something here. And that field right down there, that is where I grew a potato the size of a basketball. Basketballs don't exist in this world, but it's a good frame of reference for our listeners. <laughs> What should we do? Do you have any ideas? I feel like I've gotten us a little into this mess and might no. not be the best at getting us out. No, you did great. That was fantastic. So, I mean, pretty safe to assume that we're being kidnapped by the Dai Li right now, right? I think we're at the point where, yes, we can assume that. Okay, options. We bust out now and probably have a chase going on on our hands. Probably disrupts a lot of things. Option two, we go along with this. And then we bust out from the inside. Okay, so option two, like, just see what we can do to find allies, see if we can just kind of uprise in, jailbreak it, I guess. When you put it that way, option two is sounding less good. Option one, I mean, do you think Jetsune would be fine? I'm shaking my head. (laughs) He can handle himself, but I mean, he's been a little distracted lately. And Taya is going to be coming for him tomorrow. Breakout now sounds like a good plan to me. Is there an option three just before we move on? <laughs> you can see the area where the jaguar beetles have come in and eaten away all the swaths of the cabbage down there. Such a terrible stain on the earth. Uh, well, if you ask me, the less cabbages, the better, right? <laughs> um, are we by any large, are we, like, are we close to the lake? Are we by any, like, large? Yeah, how close are we? Like, are we about to go into the lake? Is it still a ways off? How much time do we have? You can see the lake appearing off in the distance, but at this point, you're mostly just above farmland. Is there any, like, irrigation down in the farmland? There is irrigation, in fact. Okay. Quite well irrigated. Saya, I have an idea. Okay, because I had one too, but I really think it's a bad idea. So you go. I'm going to stick my head out the window and sneakily firebend so that it looks like the car is overheating and say, hey, hey, hold up. I think we have a problem back here. Stop the car. All right, roll to trick an NPC. That's a seven. All right, that is a partial success. You get to choose one of these options. Either they stumble, take plus one forward to acting against them. They act foolishly. I tell you what additional opportunity they give you or they overcommit and they are deceived for some time. Overcommit. All right. So they look down at the stone that has started to glow with heat and these two earthbenders that are pushing the car along, they're like, oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. And they stop it until it comes to a complete standstill. And they go to take a look at it and they say, oh, sorry, this is not typical. We don't often run into this kind of friction issue on the rail cars here. Please stay there. Do not fear. We'll make sure that everything's going all right. Well, that worked pretty well. Uh, yeah. So they're pretty distracted for a minute on one side of the car, correct? They are. They are overcommitting, in fact. They are deceived for some time. Perfect. And it's only on one side. Yeah, they are at the rear of the rail car here. Perfect. Um, I would like to try and rely on my skills and training and use the water from the irrigation to kind of frozone this 
and create almost like an ice slide for us to slide down into the fields. Yeah, roll to rely on your skills and training. Okay. That's a seven. So you finish making the slide and it connects up with, it connects right up to like the entrance of the rail car. So you've got like this perfect exit. Okay, everybody slide down. Come on guys, let's go quick. And Professor Che and Bari are both looking very confused as is Lob saying. And they say, what is the problem here? Why are we getting out of the car? This is a daily kidnapping situation. We need to move quickly and quietly. Now, let's go. All right. So they start following following behind you. Lobe Sang is looking especially confused by all of this, but you eventually get into the slide and you start moving your way down. Uh, Professor Che, being the largest of the group, he gets a little overzealous and he hops on and kind of overloads the weight capacity of the slide. And as you start going down, it starts snapping from the top and crumbling behind you. And that definitely catches the attention of the two people who are working on the rail car. And they look down at you and see that you're escaping. And they reach their hands into their pockets. And as they pull them back out, their hands are covered with gloves made of stone. <gasps> That's cool. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> I use some firebending to melt the slide ahead of us slightly to increase our velocity. Yeah. Yeah. Roll to rely on your skills and training. Oh, not good. Five. Ooh, yeah. So you reach forward and you start melting, but you're kind of freaking out because these two Dai Li have spotted you and they're starting to like leap down. They're pulling pillars out from the supports that the rail cars are on, like little gymnast bars. And each one they grab, they do like a little flip, and they're flipping down from bar to bar on their way towards you. They're just showing off. So yeah, you're pretty <laughs> freaked out by this. You're distracted, and you accidentally melt a little bit too overzealously, and you hit a ramp, and you start flying up into the air, and there is no water slide beneath you at the moment. Is this all of us or just me? This is all of you. Okay, okay, crap. How far off the ground are we? Roll a luck check. Uh. We'll say just with one die. I don't add anything. You don't want to add anything to this roll, trust me. <laughs> okay, a three. Okay, you're 30 feet off the ground. <gasps> oh, I was hoping for three feet. 30 feet is... How good would I be at bending while I'm in the air? Probably not great. Risk it for the biscuit. Do it. Okay. I just wasn't sure how like plausible it would be if I'm just flying through the air and if water bending would actually... Yeah, well, it's plausible. It just depends on how well you roll. Okay, so I'd like to try and get more of the water to come up and kind of like geyser up underneath us mm -hmm. and bring us down. Nice. Roll to rely on your skills and training. And as you're flying through the air, Lub saying is just like, this is a pretty amazing trip. You guys did not disappoint at all. <laughs> Okay, that's going to be an eight. All right. So you do it imperfectly. You bring up the water beneath you and you kind of smash into it a little bit harder than you were expecting. I will give you two options for what you can choose as the consequence of this. Either that harsh landing is going to inflict one fatigue on each of you, or you can take it a little bit slower, but the daily are going to be able to catch up to you a little bit quicker. Mark one fatigue. Yep. Yep. So it's a bit of a rough landing as you kind of tumble into to this field and as you're kind of getting your bearings you're stopping the world from spinning Kong To is looking around like oh wheat ew goodness 
<sighs> All right, no, okay, come on, run, run, run. We've, I, 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 I'm sorry, I think we just need to run. Let's go. And Bari, as he's running along with you guys, he starts earthbending and he's used to moving loosely packed earth and you're in the middle of a cultivated field. So it's been tilled, it's been aerated. He goes in there and he starts using his earthbending to part the field in front of you a bit at a time, opening it up and creating a little pocket for you guys to hide inside of. Ooh. Perfect. So as he's doing this, he's creating this hideout for you guys to get into. If either of you would like to do something to help with this hideout, I'll give you an opportunity to either rely on your skills and training or push your luck, depending on what you do. And that will determine how you're able to hide from the Dai Li. I would like to help like moisten the dirt, sorry, to almost make it like, almost like clay-ish to help it form better and hold. So that way it stays a little bit better and doesn't cave in on us. Awesome, yeah. Roll to rely on your skills and training once more. Five. Ooh, that is not good. Who let you roll? I know. You go in there and you're adding a bit of water to the situation and it's working for a bit, but eventually it starts to get too muddy and you feel it starting to grab around your feet. Like as you try and lift your feet out of the mud, it's sucking down on your shoes, making it harder for you to move. And at that point you hear from behind you two thudding noises as feet land in the field behind you. And you turn and see the two Daily agents have caught up with you. No, I messed it up. Dang. Zaya, you run with the others. I will slow them down. No, no. If they take you, then we have to start this whole thing over again. And it just sounds like an exhausting process. And why would we do that? No, you are coming. We are just going to run or we fight them together. I'm not. No. Okay, let's fight. Okay. And with that, let's get into some exchanges, baby. Uh. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 I just realized I still have three fatigue. No, because of our landing, I have four fatigue marks <gasps> already because of that stinking pie show game. And all the cheating you did. And all the cheating I did and all the all the bad stuff. I am one fatigued man. And it's late at night. It makes sense. Crap. Mm-hmm. Crap. So, getting into this, would any of you like to defend and maneuver? All right, would anybody like to advance and attack? And evade and observe? I would. Yep, that's what I'm doing. So that is also what this Dai Li squad is doing. So we're going to skip right down to the end. Both of you clear one fatigue and roll with creativity or harmony. That's a six. It's a nine. Zaya, you get one technique. Amar, you get zero techniques unless you shift your balance one away from center. I am at center now. I will shift my balance toward control. All right, that means you get to choose one basic technique. As the Dai Li close in on you, you two kind of get up your defensive stance before they arrive. What do you do as they get into range of you? I will hinder them. I run up and light some of the wheat that is in front of them on fire to make a little wall of fire to stop them for a while. Okay, I think that sounds like you are impairing them. So they have to mark one fatigue or take minus two to all physical actions. And then Zaya, what do you do? I would also like to hinder them. I want to send to one of them some water through the ground just enough because my feet kind of started sinking into the mud. Um, I want to almost turn it into like a 
quicksand type thing where he's just kind of slowly falling through the mud. Ooh, I like it. Mm, yeah. So because they're already impaired, you guys have set up a pretty good situation for them to go from being impaired to being trapped as you kind of suck them down into the earth. So now that they are trapped, they have to mark a combination of three fatigue or conditions to be able to escape. Nice. Good teamwork. High fives. Yeah, very good teamwork. Look at that. So you pause them with this blast of fire in front of them, just long enough to distract them for Zaya to suck them down under. They are trapped in the mud behind the wall of fire. But as you guys turn to get ready to leave, they're going to use their metal bindings. Because, you know, there's that one scene where they're capturing all of the Earth generals. They've got those chains that they throw Mm -hmm. out to capture people with. They're going to toss some chains. And I'm going to roll to see which one of you they're going to toss those chains at. Now hold up. These guys are metal benders? No, 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 no. They're not metal benders, but they do have those metal chains that they used specifically because people couldn't metal bend. Oh, okay. Technically speaking in the book, this is a metal bending technique, but it's just like too perfect for the daily because that's part of the <laughs> established canon that they have these chains. Cool, cool. So they're going to throw those chains at Zaya. So you finish trapping them and Amar gives a jubilant shout. You turn to him to kind of have this moment of joy. And right as you're doing that, you feel these chains latch around your arms and start dragging you in that direction. So you are impaired and you cannot remove that status unless you're able to metal bend or unless the fight ends. Oh man. And on top of that, as long as you're impaired and the Dylia are engaged with you in this combat, they are favored. <gasps> Shoot. Can I bend with those on still though? You can, yeah. Okay, it's cool. just while you're impaired, you have to mark a fatigue or take a minus two to all physical actions, including the stance move to see how many techniques you get. Dang. So that does it for the first exchange. Would you guys like to do anything before we jump into the next one? I'll yell back to our gaggle of friends and say, you guys get out of here. We can handle them. Professor Che looks frightfully at you and says, Oh, yes, of course. Should we go find Jetsun? That would probably be good. Bari reaches down to the earth and he starts doing like that mound of earth moving him along sort of thing and so they're all running on top of this and it's giving them some extra momentum as they go rushing back towards the lower ring it's like the avatar moving sidewalk (laughs) (laughs) that it is So they're running away. The Daili are not happy about that at all, but they have some bigger fish to fry at the moment. Let's go to the top of our next exchange here. Would anybody like to defend and maneuver? I would. All right. How about advance and attack? Evade and observe. Yep, I'm doing it again. Okay, so up at the top, we've got Zaya defending and maneuvering. Go ahead and roll with focus. However, you're going to have to mark one fatigue or take a minus two. I marked one fatigue. All right. Seven. You get one technique. I'm going to retaliate. Ooh, nice. So each time one of the Dai Li inflicts fatigue, a condition, or shifts your balance, you get to inflict one of fatigue on that foe. That brings us then to the Dai Li. They are advancing and attacking. They do not like the fact that they're stuck in this ground currently. So they are going to mark that combination of three fatigue or conditions to bust their way out. Let's see, they do need to get past that wall of fire though. So what they're going to do is they're going to use the smash technique. They mark the fatigue and conditions 
to push themselves out of the ground and then they're going to just pick up that entire section of ground where the flaming wheat is and flip it upside down so it's all underground jump on top of it and start getting themselves back towards you and i'll say they're going to mark two fatigue and one condition man and since they were favored do they get an extra attack how does that work not reminding him or anything, just asking. Here's the thing, they only get that specifically against Zaya and only while they're engaged with each other. Okay. And since they just barely managed to get rid of that fire, they're not quite in range yet to try and engage with Zaya, so they're going to have to move in a little bit closer first. So on retaliate, am I only retaliating for this turn? Yes. Okay. That brings us to Amar with Evade and Observe. I would like to use Bolster or Hinder again to aid Zaya in getting out of this chain. Mm. So Bolster or Hinder can give her a new status, but does not negate a previous status. That in mind, though, with the special rules of metal bindings, you cannot overcome the impaired status unless you metal bend or the fight ends. Oh, man. So that is a good move on your part. Oh, okay. You can at least give her a positive status. What does your bolstering look like? Did I roll for this? Oh, sorry. Yeah, we do need you to roll. (laughs) Okay, that's what I thought. Well, it doesn't matter what my bolstering or hindering looks like because that is a three, but I will clear a fatigue. Well, you can still get (gasps) one basic technique if you want to shift your balance one more towards control. That's right. I will do it. Oh my gosh. Danger. Shifting my balance again. Feeling a lot of the feels bouncing around inside my poor amnesiac noggin. (laughs) And... I will give her the status prepared. I'll be there and I'll run up and say, I got your back. We can finish this. And she can add a plus one to any appropriate role coming up. There you go. That brings us to the end of this exchange. Anything else you guys want to try and do before we get into the next one? I mean, I'm really kind of stuck. (laughs) Yeah. All right. That's going to bring us to defend and maneuver. Anybody want to do that? So I'm just kind of being dragged Right now, is that my understanding? They're trying to pull you in towards them, yes. So am I like falling over on the ground dragged or am I kind of like stumbling backwards? I will say you're still on your feet at least. Okay, 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 okay. Then I do not want to defend and maneuver. All right. Anybody want to advance and attack? I do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then evade and observe. I'm going to do that. I got to clear that fatigue, man. You got it. So we're going to skip over defend and maneuver and go to Zai with advance and attack. Roll with passion. Nine. All right, you get to use one technique. Can I use my disorient technique? Yeah, what does that look like for you? What I'd like to do is I'd like to try and just use my muscles to grab the chains and kind of pull them in the opposite direction to see if I can get them to smack into each other. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so go ahead and mark one fatigue to do that. Did you use your prepared status yet? Did you add a plus one to whatever you were rolling? (gasps) Oh! So if you were to do that... So that could make it a 10. That could make it a 10 and you would get two techniques. Ooh! And then I'm going to impress or intimidate a foe. Using the pressure technique? Yes. I'm going to use my bending to cover my feet in water and then into ice to kind of help stabilize myself so I can't move. And then they're like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. She did that. (laughs) Okay. I'm so impressed and intimidated. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Yeah, you anchor yourself in the ground, and as they're pulling, they're trying with all their might, but you've managed to anchor yourself too firmly. And so you whip the chains, and they smack their heads into each other, shifting their balance one away from center. And then they cannot advance and attack this next exchange. All right. Let's go to evade and observe. Amar, clear one fatigue and roll with creativity or harmony. Why are the rolls so bad? I rolled a four. So this time I will do nothing. You need to get new dice. I, I do. Do you still clear a fatigue automatically? Yes. That is nice. Good. That's mostly what you need if we're being yes, honest. Yes, that is true because I had four when we started and now I'm down to one. There you go. Ooh, I have three. Ooh. Uh. That brings us then to the Dai Li, who are also evading and observing. They're going to test Amar's balance. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> one of them looks at you and he says, you would like so much to be in control of yourself. Let's see how you can get out of this. And he tosses a couple of those iron chains at you. No. You do manage to leap out of the way in time, so you're not affected by the metal bindings. But that, you know, that strikes you to the core, shifting your balance once more in the direction of control. <gasps> oh, man. One more time, and I am off balance. Okay. That's going to do it for this exchange. Let's pop right on up to the top of the next one. Anybody want to defend and maneuver? Okay, how about advance and attack? I do. And evade and observe? I gotta do it. I gotta be on the defensive here. <laughs> so we're going to skip over defend and maneuver. Go to Zaya with advance and attack. Roll with passion. That is another nine. All right. Get to choose one technique. I am going to strike. What does your attack look like? I'm going to send a water ring. It starts off as water. And then as it's spinning and spinning and spinning, it starts getting uh, more solid. And it's uh, all of a sudden an ice ring that just decks him in the head. <laughs> you pop him right between the eyes. Oh and it shatters across his face. Would you like to mark one fatigue to choose what happens or would you like them to choose? Let them choose. Good choice. <laughs> I think they probably would shift their balance in this instance instead of marking condition. That is more in line with what their principle is. The principle that you guys don't know quite Dang yet. Dang it, I was hoping <laughs> you would say it. That puts them at a plus two on their balance track and they are a major NPC working as a group, so they only have two. They are currently at the end of their balance track. So theoretically, if Amar tests their balance, they're outie? Possibly. But if they test his balance, he's outie. The tension. Did you get new dice? <laughs> I didn't. I hate switching dice because it inevitably doesn't work for me. I've used up a lot of the bad luck that is residing in these dice right now. Okay. And I like so it. I've got to have good rolls coming. That's good positivity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the evade and observe rank here. Amar, clear one fatigue and roll with creativity or harmony. There we go. See what I mean? A six and a five. There we go. All right. So you get to choose two techniques, and the Dai Li, who are also evading and observing, get to choose three techniques. What? Because their, their balance, balance is at plus two. Oh, right. So they get extra, extra right. things. Right. I forgot. That's part of it. I know that one of the things I'm going to be doing is commit. I'm going to recenter myself, shift my balance back towards my center by Good one. choices. Good choices. Well, they are also going to commit and they are going to move their balance one away from their principle. So they're back down to plus one. It's like a game of chicken. <laughs> Who's going to blink first? <laughs> 
Now, how does that work with the turns? Did they have their turn before me? There's not necessarily a strict order of who goes when within each of these approach ranks. Okay, okay, so the stuff is happening kind of simultaneously. All right. Yeah, and the effects don't actually come into play until the end of the exchange, except for one. The only thing that comes into play immediately is as soon as an NPC's balance is shifted, they can use that extra number of techniques during the exchange, which we got wrong during the battle with the buzzard wasps, but I was corrected. Good to know. (laughs) Okay. You still get one more, they still get two more. Shoot, man. I will hinder them again. Just kind of for flavor, I will heat up the chains that they are hanging onto, trying to drag Zaya back and uh, make those quite uncomfortable to hang on to. I'm going to say that is definitely going to impair them because they're not going to be letting go of those chains. So as long as they're holding on to the chains, they are going to have that status on them. Nice. But in response to that, they are once again going to try and test your balance by throwing the chains at you, but this time they can also get the metal bindings technique because they have three. What? So they're going to toss the metal bindings at you. What? And now they have both of you trapped, all of your limbs in their control, both of you impaired until you can end this combat or learn how to metal bend, whichever one comes sooner. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Just learn how to metal bend a hundred years before anyone else. And become the avatar because we're both not earthbenders. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And so with that, uh, now that they've got you trapped, the one who tested your balance before looks at you with a smug grin and says, how much control do you have now? (gasps) And with that, my balance shifts toward control and I am once again on the brink. Anything you want to do before we get into the next exchange? Is crying a free action? (laughs) Yeah. Always. This would be a really good time for Jetsun to show up. Like a jet plane. (laughs) I'm just dreaming about flying. (laughs) Yep, leaving vapor trails in the air behind you. All right. Would anybody like to defend and maneuver? Yes. Would anybody like to advance and attack? Evade and observe? You know me. (laughs) Amar is all about self-control in this fight. (laughs) Zaya, roll with focus to defend and maneuver. Nine. Uh, One thing I should make sure I check real quick. Are you marking one fatigue or taking minus two each turn because you are impaired? Uh, What if I'm at five fatigue? If you are at five fatigue, you cannot willingly choose to mark a fatigue. But if you end up in a situation where you would have to, you mark a condition instead. Can I change my answer? So now you're just going to take a minus two? That would bring you down to seven, which would be the same result. You still get one technique. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, let's do that. I will take a minus two on this one, but I marked fatigue on the last two. I would like to seize a position and make the ground around us ice. I'm going to keep, I've got my feet planted. I'm going to make Amar's feet planted with ice and then around us be ice so that it's harder to get towards us. I will say that you two are each prepared by that. Digging in, making it so they can't pull you as easily, so you can each remove that prepared status for a plus one to a future roll. Sweet. Okay, then we skip over advance and attack and get to evade and observe. Amar, clear one fatigue and roll with creativity or harmony. Okay, my fatigue is gone. I am feeling quite rested somehow. That's a seven. All right, so you get to choose one technique. Just making sure, did you mark one fatigue or take a minus two? Forgot about that. That's but not a seven. Mark one fatigue. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, I'm on a mark of fatigue. I'm not tired anymore. <laughs> and I am going to commit to bring myself away from that edge again, back towards connection. All right. The Daily at this point, they're getting a little frustrated seeing that their current tactic isn't working. So they're going to bolster or hinder. Seeing that your feet have been trapped in this ice here, they're going to take it one step further and they're going to mound up some earth around you, pinning you down to the ground. Because they already had you impaired, they are now going to make you trapped. Shoot. Both of us or just me? Just you. They can only target one person with this. Okay. But they are, once again, going to test your balance. They just (laughs) keep making it so you have less and less control. So they push you once more in that direction. Oh, man. Amar is really struggling back and forth. He's had a rough night. (laughs) He's had a rough (laughs) night. He is trying to hang on to every scrap of control. Everything feels out of control right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, that does it for this exchange. And we're back up to the top of the next one. Would anybody like to defend and maneuver? Advance and attack. Evade and observe. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> so we're going to skip over defend and maneuver. We're going to go to advance and attack with the Dai Li. What? Oh, they're coming after you because you all fatigued looking. Their balance is at plus one. So they get to use two techniques. They are first going to rush in towards Zaya. They go sliding in. They like pull themselves by the chain so they can get to Zaya much quicker. And they're going to come in from both sides and they're just going to shoulder check you from either side, slam you in the center with a strike. Oh. They're going to mark one fatigue to force you to mark two fatigue. Oh no. So I can only mark one fatigue. And whenever you would have to mark a fatigue, but you can't, you mark a condition instead. So how is Zaya feeling about this? Pretty mad, pretty angry. That is on brand. Yeah, that tracks. (laughs) So yeah, they smash into you from both sides. And Amar, as you see this happen, as you see these two attacking your friend, they're also going to pressure you. You are not going to be able to evade and observe next exchange. (gasps) No! No! They are playing smart. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, uh, okay. That brings us to evade and observe. Both of you clear one fatigue and roll with creativity or harmony. I got a seven minus two, so it's a five, so I'm marking a fatigue, baby. Yeah. This is so boring. I've just been doing the same thing over and over. I know it's going to be different next turn, so I will grit my teeth and try to bring myself back towards connection. I've got my friends here that I'm trying to defend. Things seem out of control, but I can, I have people. (laughs) And then, Zaya, you get two techniques. I'm going to hinder them. I am going to cause a wall of water to rise up around them and constantly be moving really fast. So if they try to escape it, like it's really hard for them to move. And also they can't really breathe. All right. (laughs) So they are impaired at the moment. Darn, I was going for doomed. You can't, (laughs) you can't just jump straight to doomed. That one's really heavy. I know. You just want to doom them because you're I angry. I want to doom them. And I thought maybe if you can't breathe, you feel doomed. <laughs> well, they can stick their heads out of the water tornado. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I would like to test their balance. Actually, point of order. I just remembered they were impaired, not because of the ice, but because of the heated chains. <gasps> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So if they are already impaired, that puts you in a position to be able to move them up to a worse one, like stunned, maybe even doomed. It wouldn't be necessarily trapped, though. I don't think it necessarily would make sense for them to be trapped unless you're, like, specifically trying to angle the water in to keep them from moving. How about instead... Instead of it moving a ton, the water just slowly starts freezing from the ground up. Like encasing their bodies. Uh-huh. All right, so do you want to go with trapped then? Yeah, I think I do actually want to go with trapped. All right, good choice. And that, I believe, brings us to the top of the next exchange. Oh, boy. Anybody want to defend and maneuver? Would anybody like to advance and attack? <laughs> Has to be one or the other, Caleb. You can't evade and observe. I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm going to advance and attack. All right. And then evade and observe. Not me. It's got to be me. Okay. We're going to skip over defend and maneuver and go straight to advance and attack with Amar and the Dai Li. So Amar, roll with passion. Come on. Why? Well, I believe you still have the prepared status. I do. I do. You haven't used it, have you? Okay. So I'm going to use that, which brings it up to an eight. And I still have my minus two, correct? Correct. <laughs> Unless you mark a fatigue. Down to a six. Unless I mark a fatigue. Mark yes. I'll yeah. mark a fatigue. Always. I'll take all the fatigue all day. All right. So you get to <laughs> use one technique. Yay! Strike. So you are, you've got your arms in these chains. You've got this earth mounded up over your lower half. What does your strike look like? I'm going to breathe fire. Yes. All right. You breathe some fire towards them. Would you like to mark one fatigue to choose what happens to them? Are they close to losing their balance anymore? They are at plus one. Their balance track goes up to plus two. They have four out of five fatigue marked and one out of three conditions marked. I will mark a fatigue to choose what happens to them. So would you like them to mark two fatigue or mark a condition? I will have them mark two fatigue because that means one fatigue and a condition, right? That is correct. Boom. So currently they are maxed out on fatigue and they only have one condition left unmarked. There we go. They, in response to that, they are going to strike. They cannot mark a fatigue, so they're going to let Amar choose. Would you like to mark two fatigue, one condition, or shift your balance? I'm going to mark two fatigue. Ooh, he's risking it for the biscuit. Biscuit it. No. Mm -hmm. Biscuit it. Risking it for the biscuit it. (laughs) All right. We're up to evade and observe. Zaya, clear one fatigue and roll with creativity or harmony. Um, I rolled a six on the dice. So the minus two and my plus two for my harmony cancel each other out, which means I can just add a plus one from my prepared status, get rid of that to make it a seven. And you would get to use one technique. Are they still trapped? Yes, they are still trapped. I am going to move the ice in closer and closer to their face at a faster rate. So I'm hindering them. I would like to And since they are already impaired, they are already trapped, you can't go much further from there, so it's going to be either stunned or doomed. Doom them! All right, you finish encasing the ice up around their faces. You can hear them screaming from inside as their air supply is cut off, and yeah, that's not a good situation for them because they're going to have to mark one fatigue every exchange until they free themselves. And they can't do that because they're full of fatigue. So they have to start, they have to finish off their conditions. That's how it would go, yes. 
we're getting this game. We're getting it. Okay. Pretty neck and neck there for a minute. <laughs> I mean, I am still in the exact same situation that they are. <laughs> but you're not doomed. So you're just up to your neck. Neck and neck. So we're back up to the top of the next exchange. Would anybody like to defend and maneuver? No. No. All right. Advance and attack? No. Evade and observe. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> So we're going to start with Defend and Maneuver with the Dai Li. They're going to use Seize a Position to overcome a negative status or danger. So what they are going to do, they at this point are like, well, either we hold on to these guys or we breathe. So <laughs> they let go of the chains and they reach down to the earth, grab some stones, and they start smashing away at Ned. the ice that has encased them until they're able to leap free of it. At the end of that Seize a Position, uh, it says any foe engaged can mark one fatigued block. That is correct. I would like to do so at this time. Oh, baby. All right. So you're pretty dang fatigued. Oh, I'm tired as all get out. But gosh darn it, if we ain't going to get these shuckers here in that jail of us. <laughs> all right. So you <laughs> mark one fatigue to prevent them as they're trying to throw the boulders up against the ice. You're just packing up more and more ice. And the more that the Dai Li try to free themselves, the more they run out of the air that they have left. They have to mark one fatigue. They didn't overcome the doomed status. They don't have any fatigue left, so they have to mark a condition. They mark their third condition. And as you see their arms flailing wildly, trying to break the ice, you see their arms start to move slower and slower until finally they go slack. And both of the Dai Li are unconscious inside of their ice prisons. Oh. And uh, we're out of combat. Holy cow. <laughs> wow. Hey, that means we're out of our chains. <laughs> You're still encased in rock, though. I'm, I'm a little stuck over here, but uh, I think I can wriggle out. Oh, I'm going to give you the biggest hug of your life. Oh, my gosh, are you okay? Oh, my gosh, are you okay? I'm all right. Are you okay? That was close. I'm really tired. <laughs> I, I just... You, I just want to say you are incredible. That was amazing to watch. Thanks. I'm really upset about it. I'm really <laughs> angry about it. So it really helps uh, to get it done. Um, but yeah, you were good too. Good job. Uh, Fist bump. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I'm sorry that I wasn't more help to you. They were, that was hard. I felt everything was out of control. I didn't know what to do. I just, I, I had a hard time. I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. You're okay. So since you don't have an earthbender nearby to bend the earth away from you, you are still going to have to mark a combination <laughs> of three fatigue or conditions to bust out. Oh, shoot. We've been having this conversation and I'm still stuck up to my neck in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> she just gave me a big old hug around the dirt. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I would like to guide and comfort and what that is going to look like um before i roll so you're talking about how you know you lost con you felt like you were losing control i'm gonna just you just have your face there i'm just gonna hold your face and be like look at me it is okay you do not always need to be in control it's okay stuff's gonna happen whether or not you were able to do something about it and it's okay you you have people here that can help you it's not all on you okay okay i'm not upset really promise. Okay. Thank you. Roll with harmony. <sighs> That's a six. 
And you do also have a minus two to guide and comfort while you're angry. <laughs> I'm an Salt idiot. in the wound. <laughs> ah. I was so excited because I was like, oh, I can help. I'm just going to mark my final fatigue, insecure and guilty to get out of it. That's mm. valid. Yeah, I think to connect the mechanics with the story here, I imagine like Amar, Zaya comes up to you, she gives you this big hug, she gives you this big speech, and you remember back to earlier tonight when she said, but this isn't like a date date, is it? Yep. And your heart sinks just a little bit, and you don't get the benefits of the guiding and comforting. <laughs> that tracks. That uh, works. It's just like real life. <laughs> <laughs> Ned, I just want to clarify for game mechanics. I'm sleeping in a relatively comfortable bed, right? So I clear all of my fatigue. What? Fatigue? Oh yeah, you're good to go. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, I cleared it. I'm, I'm, I'm having a good night. I, uh, I'm cuddling my new stuffed bear I bought from the BSSU store. <laughs> the gift shop. <laughs> the gift shop. Just the BSSU teddy bear. At the bookstore. The bookstore there. I, I, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was cute. It was weird. I thought it was fun. So I'm just cuddling up with that for tonight, all comfy and happy. I can't believe you. <laughs> And while Jetsun sleeps soundly in his bed in the middle ring, Amar and Zaya leave the scene of carnage behind them as they begin the long, slow trek back into the city. And that is where we're going to pick up next time. <laughs> I love it so much. Holy cow. <laughs> I had so much fun, though. Oh, I could tell. I was um, watching game you. Mechanic. You had so much fun. I love the nitty gritty figuring out how things work. I don't. Mm -hmm. It stresses me out. <laughs> me too, uh, Those man. Dai Li, there's some nasty customers, huh? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Holy crap. I can't wait till I get to fight them again. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I don't want to give away too much here, but I will just say it's a good thing that they didn't get Amar to lose his balance because that would have broke really bad for you guys. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so close. So many times. Oh, that was really... <laughs> That was a really stressful fight. I haven't had that much stress in a fight in a long time. Yeah. Oh, boy. Whew. Well, everybody, we are going to get some sleep and relax <laughs> after this intense situation here. Oh. But thank you all for listening to ImpTab Avatar, and we'll be back next time with more adventures in the world of Avatar Legend. If you want more, go ahead and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be as happy as Lob Sang was that he got to fly through the air for a little bit with his new friends if you would go ahead and give us a <laughs> review on the podcatcher of your choice. We're also all over social media at Improv Tabletop. So if you'd like to connect with us, maybe you want to talk with Caleb about what it's like being a duck father, uh, don't be afraid to reach out to us. Let's do a round of plugs. Caleb, would you like to take care of that for us tonight? I would, guys. We have a sister podcast called iCast Fireball. If you have not checked that out yet, please go do so. It is a D&D &D adventure that is a lot of fun. We also have our fate campaigns that happen every month. We are releasing both shows weekly now. So if you'd like to listen to fate campaigns and see what happens in a crazy mashup world, like what happens if the Great British Baking Show is hosted in Jurassic Park, or what happens if you put Mistborn and Redwall together. <laughs> it's a great time. And lastly, I would like to plug being a duck father. 
<laughs> My wife and I were recently able to fulfill some self-sufficiency, some homesteading dreams. We have three ducks, and we currently have at least three eggs, I believe, that are hatching in our kitchen, in our incubator right now. It is fascinating. Man, getting to go into a dark room with a flashlight and candle the eggs. You hold a flashlight up behind <laughs> them. It's called candling the eggs. And you can see the little duck embryo developing in there. It is really <gasps> cool. You can actually see it happening in each, like, see it growing. And it's a really cool experience. It is a great science experiment in real life. If you have the ability, <laughs> consider doing it. Duck eggs are also very tasty. Chicken eggs are very tasty. Way better if they come from your own chickens. So, think about having more fowl in your life. <laughs> right on. It's like a really low-tech ultrasound. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. <laughs> nice. Well... Thanks, everybody, so much for joining us here in the world of ImpTab Avatar 10,000 Things. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... Caleb Anderton, playing Amar. McKenna Steele, playing Zaya. And Christian Randall as Jetsoon. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on ImpTab Avatar. I need a bug. <laughs> I'll be right back. I am bug. <laughs> I don't like it. I think I just found our zinger for the end of the episode. <laughs> oh boy. Ew. Use the mouthwash, please. <laughs>